Yasters. I don't know what we're calling people who watch us. Right. Um, wait, wait, wait. Um, tell us, tell us what we should call you. Yeah. What do you want to be called? Otherwise, we'll make it up. Hey, it's okay. Our group is is fearsome six. I don't care. That's who we are. <laughs> it's happening. I just don't feel very afeard of the me. fact that you did not call yourself Big Heroes Six. Makes yeah, right. Big Heroes <laughs> Six. I thought of that like three hours after the whole. I. Whole it's thing. you know. I don't, do, Disney saying. doesn't need more shit. Doesn't need more stuff. <laughs> they don't need more money. Yeah, and yeah, we don't. We don't need to risk getting sued. Um. <laughs> hey. Like you, hero six. Like you know, and then that's not you know. It's hero. Um, we should catch people up on why. So <laughs> yeah. So. So we are clearly in the car. <laughs> so we had today, and it's supposed to be real chill, real calm. It's going to be like probably pretty short. Um, but we also uh, had got our glorious DM a gift. It was dropped off, and we were hoping that the DM would join us today. <laughs> uh, when we contacted said DM. Um, said DM was in the middle of a park. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because, because Austin and Austin are both in the park. lovely parks. It is there's the no good reason to not be in a park. Yeah. Uh, it is a city in a park. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so then we explained <laughs> that there was a package, um, at, at her place. And then we have DM in a car. Dashing back. Uh, and it was very fun. Getting live, you yeah, car, yeah. driving, and I'm maybe five minutes from my apartment. So let's <laughs> start talking about world building and winter holidays and stuff. Yes. Actual topic. Yep. <laughs> is uh, we'll be piggybacking on. Yeah, what well, yeah, well, we piggyback? We piggy we piggyback a lot. Um, is piggybacking on our culture building do we have a culture building series um who's auditing this class i need to know um, <laughs> so uh we started talking about winter holidays um in our chat just generally like about earthly our earth uh winter holidays mm -hmm. and then we kind of started may like have been like a sneaky way to uh get some information out of sarah but also it might have been there might have been a few sneaky yeah sneaky things so are you getting nervous we also uh we have in, in our group we have people that celebrate several different earthly holidays right so like we have a very varied um but there a lot of them do take place during the winter so we have oh. Of people peeing, so yeah. So that kind of got got us talking about how all of our characters would be doing different things because literally all of our characters come from different backgrounds from each other. Yeah. Uh, and so we were like, well, we should think about what our our winter holidays kind of look like, what they mean to us, um, and our holidays generally. Like, what does what does a cycle look like uh it, i remember because we were we were talking about um 
uh, solstices versus equinoxes, and we were like, we can't have an equinox, yeah, because of the the celestial nature of this planet that we're on. For people who don't remember, wow, that was weird. There's one main moon that was always out, and then there are four other moons which um, uh, sort of co come and go depending on on what, what our people then determine to be seasons. So that would be important coming up. Um, uh, but anyway, we wanted to spend today talking to you about our meetup holidays. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, that was weird. Do you um, have to there are, like, no no, so like I, I actually found it kind of funny because like I I am generally I'm really good at like making stuff up on the fly like I, I don't know if y'all notice but I'm I'm decent at improv um but like I'm I'm pretty good at you know answering like questions and that sort of thing but I am generally I feel one of the um least pre-prepared uh like it, it, it part of my process is y'all asking me questions like hey what are your funer funerary practices and i'm like oh well hold on real quick i can come up with an answer in less than 10 seconds but you but i'm coming up with an answer right now um so but i just found it interesting that like i suddenly came up with like this whole background and tanya who like isn't really like, prepared? Is super pre prepared. Um, like, this morning. I did nothing. There, I have nothing for Aster. Because well, because my whole thing is like with. I will say you guys saw Alyssa and I make shit up on like while we oh, were yeah. playing. Like you start talking yeah. about resurrection. I'm like, well, I guess that's what happens now. Like, and so I'm like, yeah, no, it's more like it's less about like lich jump and more about just like resurrection and stuff. I Spoilers for the episode that hasn't come out yet. I know. You guys have got to hang around for the Lich Kitties. Definitely watch episode <laughs> way, 10. Happy holidays, Eleanor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Eleanor is oh. watching, and uh, I want to wish that adorable child happy holidays. <laughs> um, happy holidays. All right. Now for how, much, how much time do we got so, to yeah. kill, Sarah? Holiday. <laughs> do Aster like the whole thing? Like, because with Aster, like with the race of elves that Aster is, there's like it's hard because everything is dependent on their um like personality and shit. So. Mm -hmm. I like in talking about stuff that'll happen like in game months forever from now whenever winter happens it's like so much to think about and I'm like I don't want to give away so much <laughs> yeah there's that whole walking the walking the line uh, mm -hmm. between spoilers oh we don't want to call them spoilers what are they like um, well, exclusive peaks the meta gaming <laughs> um I don't think I might like um the meta yeah the world meta yeah um because like I briefly talked about funerary practices of minotaurs in an OOC and then I still thought again watch episode 10 um that the first moment that we really get to see it in game is actually kind of funny mm -hmm. it's touching but a little silly um Oof. It's meant 
It was meant from the heart. The tagline <laughs> for like how we approach this touching, but a little silly. But a little silly. Yeah. That sort of sums up most of most of our actions. Yep. It was meant well. I will I will say this, like whatever the equivalent to Christmas is in our world, hundred percent how Stauntless would go full out about it. Because yeah. I mean you gotta be oh, extra. So I feel like are there like quotes in a parade? Get your butts prepared for your winter holiday, because it's a fun one. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so we did talk about how everybody has their own kind of thing, and then Pax might be on a little later to talk about because Robin is from a very urban area, like basically our version of New York. Um, that yeah. there's a whole or Houston or Miami, or <laughs> um, uh, that basically there's such a hodgepodge of of celebrations going on within the city that there's nothing that's particularly dominant and we did talk about because here where we play in america we have a dominant holiday um that tends to override the other holidays or overshadow the other holidays um and it's going to be i think i guess interesting to see how that plays out in our our fantasy world does our fantasy world have a name like does earth does it have an earth equivalent uh uh, not yet. Place uh, your votes things down things below, down. folks. Yeah. <laughs> sorts of things. Give us, give us your fan names. <laughs> we are not doing this by committee because then it's going to be called Planet McPlanet Face. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, no, that's the thing. They can put their suggestions, and we don't have to pick. Yep. But we could pick, but we will not have to be married to Planet. McPlanet face. <laughs> yep. This is not a democratic approach. This is a. <laughs> this is a oh, republic. Out of the car. Oh, we're getting somewhere else now. Oh my goodness, we're out of the yeah, car. I'm at my apartment. I'm walking to my apartment right now. Okay. So we're getting there. Also, can I just can we talk about how adorable is it a is it a capelet that you're wearing? Oh. Yeah, no, I see the bow. I see the bow, and it's super cute. Oh, Sarah's right? just frozen for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. So yeah. now we can all talk about what is this piece of wardrobe that she's wearing. That, whatever <laughs> it is, it's super cute. I, I, uh, so, like, I would love to learn from Sarah on how to sew. And also, like, I have the small motor skills of a toddler. And so, like, get a. In that case, don't get like a modern, like a super modern slick machine. If you can get like a a vintage sewing machine where you can control the speed way better and go slower, uh, it will not be as intimidating because modern machines go real fast. Um, I hear you, and I appreciate that input. And I don't know that I'm just going to do it at all. <laughs> that's fair. If you do, like, you get to that point. That's my closest, the closest to like hand done art that I've ever really been mildly successful at is, um, like, uh, uh, ceramics. And that's just really because I like the physics of an old school, um, kiln. Where yeah. they use the cones to oh, have yeah. the little bar drop through and automatically turn it off. Um, yeah. The 
the physics is what really gets me on that, not the actual like art. And is anybody actually? Yeah, I know. I always say that clearly, very ironically. <laughs> um, hold on one second. I'm gonna. <laughs> we got it. Somebody shake Sarah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I does that work? I've started working on my Arya cosplay, as people have seen on Facebook. Uh, I got a blister from it already. Some of us have saw it in person. Yeah. <laughs> the belts, like, from poking holes in the belts to, like, sew it all together, I cry. Because <laughs> now I have, a, I have a blister from it now. And then I went to work yesterday, and, yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears, my friends. Yep. Blood, sweat, and tears. I can't keep working on it because I ran out of cording. And the cord, the new cord doesn't come till the twenty eighth. Oh, maybe yeah. I'll just dye what I have. I don't have oh, dye either. I have to get dye. <laughs> As Sarah said, does Sarah know we can't? Oh, okay. okay. I'm always sad. Oh, I'm always sad. Oop. Three folks. There oh. we go. Oh, oh wait. We go. Now we're back to four. <laughs> it's very exciting now. What's happening? Oh, oh blue dots. Blue dots. Yay! <laughs> I'm sitting down at my computer now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> have this. And it says, do not open until instructed by Yas Cast. Yes. So I'm waiting till I am instructed. You, I mean, you are now instructed. You, you are so instructed. <laughs> I am so instructed. Okay. Oh, Pax right. just said I literally signed up for Twitch just to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. For this moment, I yep. will say, you guys, you made it right just now, in time. My cat is so confused. Um, Look, segment string. Oop. The <laughs> the mod timed out packs because it said packs was spamming. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I, whoever wrapped this. This is amazing because I use a lot of tape and this is how I wrap things. There's a big <laughs> joke in my family that you can tell if I've wrapped something because you can't get to it because there's too much tape. You hear that, Maggie? You're... Oh, Maggie's, wa Maggie's You're watching as well. Maggie. Maggie's watching as well. Uh, her and Pax are both just talking in the chat. <laughs> oh, now Pax is following us on Twitch. <laughs> Yay! Thanks for following your own show. Right? <laughs> if I had a Twitch, I'd follow. <laughs> okay. First layer is down. Okay. Yay! <laughs> this is okay. all very exciting. Oh. I've uh, never done an unboxing before. This is kind of exciting. <laughs> I did one on Facebook once when I first got my. Oh, yay, another follower! Yay. Yay! Maggie no, follows us now. Tag, tag it. We're doing an unboxing. That always gets people's attention. Um, I could probably let me see. Okay, Maybe. I got a note. Yep. Yes. From the reaches of Rendenhurst to the waves of the astral sea, a bright winter dark to you from the Yaskast. Stitchery Geekery. Maggie Conrad. Ooh. Hello, Stitchery Geekery. I'm seeing you. Who is watching? That made my little Ursa, uh, my little dragonborn. There's the face. <laughs> Look so, at it. You, you guys. You're Lucara. <laughs> Look at my face. It's my perfect little 
Goliath lesbian. The tiniest Goliath ever. The tiniest Goliath lesbian in the world. Look at her. Isn't she perfect? I love her. Segment, she's not yours. You can have the box, though. (laughs) You can have the box, though. Segment, you can have the box. Segment, here. You can have this. Pax just said it's almost like we've been asking you pointed questions. I know. They're like, Sarah, who's your favorite NPC? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I just want to pat him on the back because I guessed right. Because they were like, who should we do? And I'm like, who can't? Right. Okay. So for those of you who Ooh. do not know that much about the name Lucara, Lucara is the name of Kalis's wife. Kalis being a mythical, the founder of the Klingon Empire. So Lucara is the is named after this like mythical Klingon warrior lady, goddess lady, and so that's who that's where her her name came from, and that's who and she for, is. For people who haven't actually watched any or listened to any yeah. of our episodes yet, this is an NPC from our yes from our show, and she's got her 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 white hair, and then. Do we want to get meta about this? Do we want to explain? Yes. Okay. Yes. So on the this, big train coaster. So, okay. So this is something that the, even the cast is not aware of. So Lucara is a Goliath, um, but she is a special kind of Goliath in that she has actually frost giant blood in her background. And that is why she has white hair as opposed to having black hair. And she's got three braids on one side and one braid on the other side that are dyed different colors. The one braid that's like the bigger braid on one side, it's black. And then she's got three braids on the other side, a kind of like a fawn color, a blonde, and kind of a like a, a russet orangey red. The black hair is for her wife because her wife has black hair. And the other three colors are the colors of her kid's hair or feathers. So her oldest daughter is a dwarf and she has this kind of like brown hair. Her middle son is a uh, Aarakocra, and he is kind of like an eagle Aarakocra. And so he has his feathers are kind of like this color. And then her youngest uh, kid is a halfling and has this kind of red colored hair. So she, these are oh, her way of keeping her family with her at all times, even Aww. when she's out doing stuff in the Emerald Wield. Uh, Maggie so that's just what said, that is. Maggie just said that she's got to get off and she says, happy holidays. Thank uh, you so much, Maggie. Thank I know we've never met, but I love her so much. <laughs> she's so great. Also, go Pax got timed like out again. Uh, oh. Our mod bot is too good. Uh, um, I fixed it. Pax should not get muted anymore after their 600 second timeout. <laughs> the mod I'm bot gonna, really did that. Um, Annika, I don't know if, if, if Amelie has sent you the information, but this is the person who made this wonderful thing, and I can't get it fo- to focus. It's a stager, yeah, stager degree. There you go. Yep. yep. Okay, so um, if Annika has this information, they can put it in the chat, and we can put it in when it comes up on YouTube and everything. Thank you guys so much. I love her. I'm going to try to keep her. She's going to join my other two plushes that I have on my bed, which one is a narwhal and one is a fox. So I'll have a narwhal, a fox, and a goliath oh husband. That sounds about right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yes, I love her. She's so soft. Oh, my God. I, as those of you who know that I sew, like, it's one of my favorite things to do in the world. But I have never been good at making plushies. And I'm like, how do you do it? Explain to me your ways. Maggie will. Absolutely. 
I'm just like, so, oh, um, well, mostly cool it's me. Cool thing about Maggie is Maggie actually was also my first DM as an adult. Like, my when I got back into D and D, Maggie was my first DM. Um, she was the one who approached me and was like, "Hey, I would like to do an all women's D and D campaign." At the time, we all identified as women, um, and uh, it, it was quite punny. Um, and, oh yeah, and it, it was just a really fun, positive way for me to get back into role-playing in a way that I felt comfortable, and, um, I, I got to explore this part of me that I had not been able to for years, and so, um, Maggie is so important to me, and I, I really appreciate <laughs> Oh, hey. and also, uh, Maggie like sent up us pictures. in the theater world. Yeah, Maggie sent us oh, pictures, yeah, we have pictures of uh, yes. her daughter playing with Lucar. Uh, we'll post of, them on Facebook. Yeah, all we'll put of, them in the Facebook um, group. All of uh, Maggie's plushies um, are. Uh, approved by her daughter and Lucara was like, like oh, you almost didn't get Lucara is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if she wants to make another Lucara, she can. Um, what was it? I'm going to post this on my personal Twitter and then if you want to link it to the Yas and then if there's any pictures that Maggie feels comfortable of having her picture or daughter's picture up wherever. Um, We've already asked permission. Yeah. 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 Ooh, so you guys little elves. I'll, I'll retweet yours, and, and then I'll tweet the other ones King as well. Okay. Awesome. All right, so now let's talk religion. That was fun, everybody. That was yeah. great. <laughs> let's talk religion. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I have, well, I have nothing, so you guys can go. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I... Um, I had determined early on that uh, Jack is not very religious. Like uh, she, um, base, based on the cultures that I'm basing Jack on, uh, like East Asian and mountainous cultures, um, a, a natural uh, option is, is basing it off of Confucius ideals. Uh, and I just happen to, really like looking into Shinto personally. And so um, that, that kind of spiritualism that everything has a soul. Um, and uh, so I, I think it's much more of a built in cultural, like this is just how you do things rather than being a uh, faith that she follows in particular. Like all this talk about gods just really just confuses the heck out of her. Um, but she does live in the mountains. And so, uh, yeah, the change in seasons is going to be a big deal uh, for her family and for her people. Um, so, because you know, we don't quite have a um, solstice type calendar uh, in this world, but you know, there is a time when the mountain roads are going to become impassable. And so this celebration that they do celebrate like the day that, you know, 
people, the, the merchants come home and everyone just starts to settle into their homes because there's not going to be any traveling, like going outside is just not as uh, plausible anymore. Um, and so because also the harvest is done, um, the meats have started, get, have, are being salt, are already put away in their salt. Um, and, and, you know, they are, or they've in the smoker and that sort of thing. Everything's the, the preservation process has already been started. Um, now it's a time of waiting. It's a time, it's a period where everyone can kind of relax and just take time to be with their family. Um, and so, uh, I realized that that's that's a great time for you know the artists to start working on their work. So the what we when the equivalent to the Yule uh, our Yule celebrations and our Winter Dark celebrations and our um, Christmas and and gift giving and that sort of thing. The gift giving is not going to happen until the uh, planting restarts because that's when all of that's when everyone has been creating these gifts that they're going to be giving i love that that is a great a great like way to conceptualize that that we worked on these things over this season and now we gift them i think that's really really i didn't put gift giving in mind either um in my winter holiday so the minotaurs at least the this the city that that I'm from is um, <clears throat> basically it's downriver uh, from where Jack is, uh, and at basically the end of where the plains, where the plains meet the foothills of what will become the mountains. Um, and so we don't necessarily have the impassable road problem in the winter, but we definitely, I mean, there's no more crops coming in. Uh, and it's yeah settling in for the the long the longer thinner you know times um and when i when i started thinking about it because so um uh, me and a group of friends we use the term winter dark um to talk about this time of year on earth right and for that we we're talking about Basically, collectively, all these different um, cultures, holidays like um, Diwali and Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa, et cetera, et cetera, that have to do with um, light in the darkness and community and brightness, that they all have these kind of elements to them. And I wanted to kind of use that same hook. Um when thinking about uh, what to do with the Minotaurs. So I started with this idea of light. Um, and in, especially like Northern European and other cultures that have, um, uh, that herd animals, right? Uh, bonfires uh, at this time and like bringing the herd close to heat and stuff is, is a thing that happens. And I wanted to kind of bring that in. So I started with the idea. So. If you're not familiar with what Minoan cities look like, <laughs> uh, definitely Google um, like uh, Knossos and any of these like remaining um, the any of anything that has archaeological remains, so that you can see the the layout. But they are very much 
where we get the idea of the Minotaur in the maze. So they are rectangle square construction cities. And they basically are in tiers and they move in towards a big plaza in the center. And so that is that is the way I conceptualize Minotaur cities um, here in Name This Planet. <clears throat> um, so I started with the idea of a bonfire in the middle of the plaza as this idea of light. And that's what I wanted to start with. Um, but then I had this idea that the whole thing should be about multiplying light. Um, so that bonfire is surrounded by luminaria and the luminaria all represent the souls of minotaurs that have passed on, right? Whoever is important. It doesn't just have to be from the last year or whatever. Like if you can think of a person, if you can, or a minotaur, if you can still tell stories of that minotaur or whatever, they get a light and that goes again in the plaza. Um, everybody wears white. Um, and wears white ribbons. Um, and at the beginning, like basically in, as the darkness falls and I picture this happening. So remember what I said about the moons. <laughs> so there's two moons right now. There's the main moon and there's like the winter moon, but during the winter time, there will be a moment where both moons are basically new moons. And it's that astronomical moments the first time that that would happen in a season or the only time that that would happen in a season that this holiday occurs on so it's not like it has a set date it's astronomical uh astronomically determined uh so it is what would be the equivalent of the darkest night right neither moon is visible um and everybody brings a candle and they sing songs, right? And they blow the horns of their ancestors. And when that part of the celebration is over, everybody takes their candles to the four corners of the city where they light four bonfires on the outskirts as opposed to inside. So they're taking that light from the inside to the outside. And then everybody goes home and gets the food that they have been preparing for this day. And they have all these tables all around the, the outside of the plaza. And they basically have a huge potluck festival that goes late into the night. Um, and my, my concept for this is minotaurs are so herd oriented, right? Everything is about community. And so what this moment is for them is not just the usual meeting and uplifting of the community, but talking about how because we are a community, because we are a society, we will, we will make it through the lean times, right? Everything that we accomplish as Minotaurs is not because of one Minotaur um, or any, you know, singular hero. It is because we are a herd. And this is one of those sort of moments in their religion where they affirm that, that idea that everything that they achieve is through their, their connectedness. Um, and I named it, um, Materibos Luque, which is, a, I'm very sorry to all Greek people, but I did to create the, the Minotaur, uh, language. I basically have 
taken Greek words or Greek phonemes and sort of played with them a bit. But um, I chose that to mean sort of the the brightness, the brightness that follows the darkness is kind of the name uh, that I wanted to stick on there. And so that's that's what minotaurs do. And to be clear, I'm not a minotaur. I'm just we're gonna keep saying it. <laughs> oh, to be gosh. clear, I am not a minotaur. <laughs> um. So um. So the way that I have because everybody kind of basically has. Uh, the way that we've done this is, is if you are a somebody from a specific culture, orc, minotaur, <laughs> eladrin, tabaxi, whatever it is, I basically said, you create your culture, go for it, go, give me some parameters, you know, I'll help you help helps things out. But then there are some things that are less cultural and more universal. Right. Um, so that's the difference between having like a cultural or a religious holiday and then having like a universal kind of secular thing. kind of holiday, secular holiday. It's like the difference between doing something like, it's like the difference between, um, like Christmas and Memorial day. Like <laughs> yeah. there are things that are like Christmas is a religious holiday and Memorial Day is something that is celebrated in the United States to memorial for for um, people that have lost their lives in war and stuff like that. So it's a secular holiday, but it's still a bank holiday, you know. So um, it's kind of like that in the area in and around Rindenhurst, in which what you guys went to for the summer swell, um, it had some tones of religion because of, of Melora. Uh, but it also um, was fairly uh, a secular holiday because it's just general. It's not about like, it's about the changing of the seasons. The seasons are going to change religious orientation or not. Like the seasons are just going to happen. It doesn't matter, you know, what deity is your main deity, what your, what your religious structure is, the seasons are going to change. And so that's kind of why the seasons are so important to, um, to the, to, me as a DM, because that gives me a chance to do things that are technically sort of a religious, but still inviting and creating these holidays. So um, the summer swell is celebrating. It was called the summer swell for a reason, because that was when the river, the Castor River is the most abundant and it's swelling with fish. And so that's why they have fishing competitions and it's a lot of it is focused on the river is because that's the time when the fish are most plentiful. And that's just a matter of, of geography. That's a matter of ecology. That's not a matter of religion. And then, so you are there, I mean, spoiler alert, there is going to be, a, or whatever meta, meta game, meta world building alert. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there, there, yes, there is going to be a harvest festival because my favorite my favorite um season here on earth is the autumn i love it it's the best i'm like give me all of the autumnal give me all of the autumnal tones and like give me it all um <laughs> so there will be a specific harvest celebration which is actually going to be because the main agricultural crop is rice so it's going to be um uh, around Rennerhurst is rice so it's going to be harvest but it's going to be a lot of rice stuff so y'all get ready for some sushi um uh and then um the winter the winter festival is um takes place actually on what tanya is talking about the same night of the year as the minotaur festival um it's the night that and it's a, it's different each year because it's a lunar based thing so it's whatever day is going to be both the new moon for both moons that's when it happens and so it it's different each year 
that is, um, but that is also the night of the brightest star. So, um, and so it's, uh, it's called Serenarian. And for those of you who speak Welsh, you're welcome. If you don't speak Welsh, that's what Google translates for. Um, uh, I'll let you. But, but how many letters are in it? It's not that many. It's S E R. I will spell it for you. S E R E N, Saren, Arian, A R I A N, Saren Arian. So have fun with that. Um, yeah. So that's <laughs> what does that mean? Um, what is what does Serenarian mean? Um, it's it's really fun. And if you know Welsh, uh, congratulations on knowing on being that Welsh. On being Welsh, it's like me and three other. It's like a, a very few people who aren't Welsh that are like yeah. Anyway, um, I saw you Ron Wales, so fun. Um, and then there will be a spring festival, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, and that's going to be mostly because we've had one about fish. We're going to have one about rice. And then there's one about darkness and light. And then the the, the one in the spring will probably be about um, livestock because that is when new livestock are born. So that one is probably going to be the one where there are goats and sheep and cattle and all of that stuff. That's like celebration of, of livestock. Because I did a spring one too, because I was on a roll. Okay. So um, based on that, I am going to say that like uh, there was a lot of... Uh, that probably the orcs um, have a lot of communication with that particular, like orcish culture and this, that celebration are pretty in lockstep um, because of the livestock, like absolutement. Orcs have uh, livestock and root vegetables and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so that's the other kind of thing is because all of these are sort of a religious because they just happen. It happens that the fish are the most abundant during the end of the summer, right before fall. It also happens that like rice has to be harvested. Well, the other fruits and vegetables that are. I mean, I think of ground. it like if anybody has lived in, especially like in or near rural America, you will learn that there's like a watermelon festival. <laughs> right it's the pumpkin festival the blueberry festival like whatever is going on people are gonna throw a big party about it that's because the that's blueberry we had in my hometown Nacogdoches Texas with the blueberry festival um and then in the winter we had the nine flags festival because look up some history about that about Nacogdoches, Nacogdoches had nine flags not just six hail hail Fredonia <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um, yeah, no, it, <laughs> um, uh, Sarah and, and I make random knack like references, and like, yeah, three people are gonna get it on the whole planet, yeah. It's fine. Um, so, uh, so I wanted to keep the the holidays celebrated by the town of Rendonhurst and the surrounding areas fairly a religious based on lunar calendars or things that are just happening in the world, like, like I said, you know. Fish, fish abundance, rice harvesting, yeah. darkest night, and then baby animals being born. Like that happens every year. Like I, it's just, it's, it's just what happens. And it's, and there could be some religious, some people will attribute religious connotations to right. them, like, like the Malora, worship of Melora like and, yeah. you know, whatever it is. But they don't, you don't have to because these things just happen. So I kind of think about that with the, um, 
um, with the Minotaurs because there's nothing overtly religious about any of the holidays that I've developed. It literally is seasonal because they're coups, right? Um, yeah. But that, and they have a dual, um, a dual deity. So they have Tempest, um, uh, Saloon, I think is what I said. I don't yeah. have my notes in front of me. Um, and so there's always going to have that overlaid people. It'll, you know, this is a deity that'll get mentioned or whatever, but the heart of what happens each season is that the, ch- the season has changed, but we are still here as a herd and we will move forward through the cycle as a herd because that's what makes us strong. And that's kind of what anchors, um, you know, minotaurs. Um, Okay, so I, for people who don't know Minoan culture, <laughs> we are being very obscure today with stuff, I feel. I don't know. Welsh, Minoan, someone, and I'm Minoan? the person who didn't come prepared for anything, so. Did you live in Nacogdoches? I mean, this is a, that's fine. You're recording. Preparation <laughs> is, like, a loose word for me. I'll just, I'll just base everything House Dauntless does on Vikings. They got the Viking funeral, and it might just because I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla this whole goddamn time, but <laughs> the Yule it's, Festival it, is going on so, in the game right now, so like... It makes so much sense, because Vikings were actually very egalitarian as far as, like, gender and sexuality. Yes. And so, like, House Dauntless, like, the women... The also money, goddammit... Like, they were also like real purdy and consi- and like really obsessed with the way they looked. Like they're making oh, beard, beard like if you want to talk about beard oil, yeah, yeah, beard oils and jewelry, and they loved opals and amber and yeah. Like so, my treasure necklace is like fifty different types of stone and some dingle dangle things because bling. So yeah. um. It only makes okay. sense for how Dauntless <laughs> to be from the mountains and just be like, yeah, fuck it. We pretty. Like, that's pretty. The Yule Festival is going on right now in Assassin's Creed. And, uh, like, your whole town is just, like, covered in snow and, like, the rest of the world isn't. So, like, when you're, like, riding on a horse to your town and it just changes to snow, it's the coolest thing. <laughs> that happens in it. Minecraft. You're, like, riding through yeah. the desert and then, like, suddenly snow. Yeah. Like nothing makes sense. <laughs> so if we ever make I that, don't thing. play video games. But um, uh, David David has been playing a little bit of the uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it's uh, so fun. It, I, he he showed me the um, the unicorn ship. My brother has that ship. Oh my god, my brother yeah. paid money the, for that. I, it, I was like, no, you need that ship. Like that. That's Lars just has happening. it. <laughs> Lars got it. All right, it. can I do my can I do my spring holiday since I wrote oh, it down? Oh, yeah, sure. Do I get bonus points? <laughs> okay. yes. Do not get. Yes. We literally are we being graded we, on a curve? We literally um, have like the three people at school, like the one who didn't do anything, the one who did a little bit, and the one who just like did it all last minute. But it's really good. <laughs> Like those are the three people. That that is that Dude. is the definition of how I went through school. <laughs> I'm like, I was always in charge and I would always like we would have a plan and everybody would have their assignment, but I would totally wait till the last minute, but then also do fifty pages worth. So See, it's exact there we go. <laughs> it just goes to show you don't really change. Um so I called it 
Archidor, which um, is, again, apologies to Greek speakers, uh, sort of um, a, a bastardization of saying first water. Um, and so my idea is, so in Minoan culture, they had a lot of um, caves. So it's all like on islands and coastal. And so there's a lot of um, general kind of karstic area. Now I'm just talking geology speak. Do y'all know geology? We're really digging deep today. We're just going um, to school. Who is auditing this class? Because <laughs> I need to write your name separately on a different list. Um, so they have these caves, and of course they fill with water and they fill with water differently, like throughout the year and stuff, but they become very magical places. And this continues uh in Greco-Roman society, like um uh since Christmas is coming up, I guess I'll mention Mithras, right? So Mithras, um, which is a pre-Zoastrian religion. He's born on December 25th, by the way. Um, his whole, one of the big things uh, in his religion is um, uh, not just cows. The cow did play a role, but um, these waters in caves, right? And different things happen in these different religions, but a lot of it involves like sort of baptism, putting things in the water, uh, putting things around the water, uh, it's a very human thing to find water um, and throw shit in it, <laughs> whether it's people uh, or coke cloak clasps, if you're Roman. Um, but for Minoans, they they definitely had these these caves, and a lot of them probably were used for other things like rope making and stuff like that. But I love I love cave religious stuff. I just love it. Like if it's, if a culture has something where there's um, a religious ceremony that happens in a cave full of water, I'm down. I don't know why. I just love it. Um, I'm sure Freud would figure that out and be wrong, but I'm sure it'd be interesting. Um, so I call it first waters because it's basically when um, Jack's people finally are able to leave the mountain because the snows are melting. But when the snows melt, that means all the water flows down to guess what, where the minotaurs are. And it would then fill up um, these pools that are inside these caves. Um, and so I had this idea where everybody comes and they take those very first flowers that are growing in the fields and everybody brings a flower and they put it in into the pool. And then they themselves walk across the pool. Um, and when they get to the other side, they are basically anointed with a little oil that was made from the last of the flowers that grew the previous year, right? So what would be sort of the equivalent of the last flowers in fall would be harvested and turned into the oil that would then be used in spring for this. Um, and then in that, that because we're cows, I mean, I'm not, to be clear, not a minotaur. But because they're cows, they they have usually, although they could people, minotaurs can be born throughout the year. There's usually a big boom right at the beginning of spring. And so all the under one calves are taken by the elders into the pool for basically their first walkthrough. Um, and again, it's that whole symbology of the herd and everybody taking care of each other and everybody being part of the society. 
Um, and then the other thing that I really wanted was because I love the idea of tying ribbons around trees in spring, which is a very like Celtic thing, was that um, whether they hang them from doorways or hang them in trees or whatever, they have little bells on ribbons and they tie them around where the wind will blow them. And those bells represent wishes for the upcoming cycle. So that's my that was my spring one. Um which has babies in it, so it's extra cute. Oh, babies. Oh, the babies. Okay. <laughs> I haven't figured okay. out when it happens, but I figure it's got to be like whatever would be sort of the first week that flowers come in, basically. Um, hey, look at you guys just doing all this, all this work, and I'm just like, Vikings. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, what do Vikings do at this point? Okay, cool. Let's rename it, and that's what they Dauntless... all get together and they have a thing. <laughs> True story. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. It's a yeah, whole thing. thing. A whole big old thing. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, and then because I um uh at some point there's gonna be something there's because I'm me. There's going to be something that is involved. Like, there's going to be baked goods at some point. Always the baked goods. Like, you know. Oh, no. Probably for the rice festival, there will be a, probably a lot of things made with, like, rice flour. So, a lot of, like, mochi, mochi and stuff like that. And rice rice cakes. and More rice pudding. Because we know rice that pudding. is sort of obsessed with rice pudding. All the rice pudding. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, popped popped like puffed rice cakes rice. so like rice krispie treats cha. essentially so basically it's like rice krispie treats gin my cha is a green tea that has roasted pop rice in it yeah so all the rice so if you're reading this and you don't want to know but i have to go now research rice <laughs> and um all the things that can be done with it and uh how it is harvested i know a little bit i can so tell you that you can make it explode and stick to the ceiling for years. Fun fact. I will. I will say. So is there's that how you get popcorn ceilings. Yes, it's exactly how they make popcorn ceilings, but pop rice ceilings. So, um, so there's like the, I think it was a thing on Tumblr. It's also been on Twitter where it's like when you're a writer and like the FBI is looking up your search history because it's like <laughs> how to how to dispose of a body and like all of these search. It's like it's the same thing when you're a, like somebody who's trying to do some world building because it's like the most obscure random shit you're trying to find because it's like how do how is rice harvested around the world and then I like the next feel like though that that is what saves us from being tracked well by the algorithms because i can tell you they they don't know who i am i get the most random yeah. stuff facebook's <laughs> algorithm really thinks that I am a black Jewish woman who is interested in uh firearms. Oh, I'm uh, I'm yeah, I am I'm I'm black, I'm queer, I'm small chested and I live in England. You nailed it, Facebook. Nailed it. <laughs> Facebook's just give, been giving me ads for techwear. Because I looked up a pair of pants on Amazon that were tech wear, and now they just keep giving me tech wear stuff. This is the thing that happens because I'm a costume committee, and people send me links to things, and they're like, is this acceptable? So I click on that, and now that's part of, like, the algorithm. So people are like, 
I see you like really ugly leather shoes. How about these? Yeah, um, it de- definitely, I get a lot of like um, stuff for natural hair and uh, and activism stuff and that sort of thing. But like, I, I I click on links for like about vote for Black women and that sort of thing. And so, yeah, Facebook genuinely thinks that I oh, might yeah. be Black, and I know this for sure because um, before I was like smart to the whole thing i did one of those wow interactions like the or the epic i don't know what the brand is but um that it doesn't actually look at your profile picture it goes through your history and like this one was which princess which disney princess or which disney character are you do you most look like and it matched me to tiana yeah you look just like her i'm it's Shocking. Shocking. That's I know that she's not a Disney princess, and I realize this is we're on the seg train coaster now. But hands down, I am Megara. Like she's she a Disney. Princess. Oh, I'm, I love her. She's not a princess, though. She's not a princess. Yeah. She's, she's not a, a princess. Disney and she wouldn't lady. want to be, to be fair. Yeah. She definitely has one of my top uh ten favorite songs. Yeah. So okay, now we're talking about it. The fucking soundtrack for Hercules slaps. Like it does, it's great from <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, the fact I that they actually went hard love in, when they went. Oh yeah, uh, uh, when they went hard <laughs> in on Hunchback. Actually, I do not like Hunchback. Very I much. don't like Hunchback. I don't. Kate, I don't like, like. I don't like Pocahontas, <laughs> and I never have. Oh, um, me neither. Nah. Uh, I've seen Pocahontas once, and I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, I never saw Pocahontas, because I was already mad. They had just released, my friend was working for the Disney store at the time, and they had just released the, like, promo trailer for it, right? And I went in, and I was I was like, is that supposed to be a 13-year-old? And they were like, well, no, she's, like, 18 here. And oh I'm like, is that supposed to be an 18-year-old? Also, so, po- what? Pocahontas came out and I was 11 and I saw it and I was like, this movie's kind of terrible. Um, uh, I will say one reason why I watched it is because Christian Bale did a voice and I uh, was and kind of am still a little bit obsessed with him. Um, <laughs> no, I don't even know why you're mumbling at this point. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. In the early 90s, Christian Bale did a series of movies. They were None kind of them were connected, but it was Newsies, Swing Kids, and Little Women. And for somebody whose sexuality was just developing around that time, let me tell you. Um, I love Christian so, Bale in Howl's Moving Castle. He is great. <laughs> I also so, love um, that movie. So, so yeah. Hercules, the Hercules soundtrack fucking slaps. Like it went, they went hard on gospel and like girl group, and I'm like, fuck yes, this is amazing. I love it. Um, uh, and as somebody that was like as a child, like extraordinarily obsessed with Greek mythology, I'm like, this is all wrong. But I it's don't all wrong, care. But I love it. I don't care <laughs> yeah. because they just went. They went so far into their wrongness that they had like they made that choice. They definitely were like. I want to tell you something as somebody who a is a person who studies a lot of history and a lot of culture and watches a lot of screen time. All right. I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> you, if you are going to do something like that, you can't half ask the thing because if you like have like, okay clothes and then completely modern hair and makeup, you've lost me. 
Um, if you're gonna go like all in on something historical and like make me stay in the moment, I appreciate that. But that said, there are there are shows and movies that I really, really like that Night basically tale. A right, Night's Tale. That, because Perfect you lean, they lean so heavily towards, towards a, an aesthetic where you're like, I understand that this is a choice. Like this was a whole aesthetic choice and not, um, oh my God, what's in the stock closet? Throw something on them. Um, yeah. Cause you cannot so, yeah. look and at Hercules Hercules his hair and yeah. a nightmare and say that's any way historical. They went, She's it was the early 2000s. They were like, she's like this like riot girl light hairstyles. That's what we're going for. And they just went off that. I'm like, I appreciate this. Thank you, A Knight's Tale. Like they went so far in on the anachronism. And I was just like, yeah, I'm into it. I love it. I was re-watching it because for the umpteenth time, 20th, 20 um time, who knows? Oh, yeah. Um, and my roommate and I were like discussing the outfit that she wears with like the almost a bucket hat type thing. Yeah. And like that was the one that we were most confused about because like we could definitely realize why all the other weird costumes were in there and all the other anachronisms. But then I like looked it up and I was like, oh no, it's a derby hat. And this is like the the derby. And I was like, okay, that makes more sense. And I like that a lot. <laughs> so yeah, either go whole hog and do it really, really, really well. You know, ever after it will always be one of my favorite costume movies great i'm excited or like, i've been seeing into that. something like hercules or a knight's tale and just i'm wrong. excited to see like because they wrong. they're they're it's like in wrong. the they're in the thought process of doing the live live action hercules and seeing the people who are doing like who are like casting it like the tiktok people just like doing fan casts every single one of them they're like danny devito has to play phil Clearly, they're like if he doesn't the movie's gonna suck <laughs> right and i have yeah. to play megara <laughs> so um the amount of people say, no, yeah, i'm not too old if you want to do this like be wrong and be secure in your wrongness yeah be secure in your wrongness be secure in your wrongness they're like but yeah you're wrong women. uggs <laughs> i don't know how we went from like we went from out of clouds sure D D to critiquing costumes and shows. That's fine. All but right. But it, it is this brings it back to winter festivals, which brings me back to one of my, my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Uh, you got, no, winter. No, Go. Winter, Christmas. Well, and critiquing yeah. costumes. It goes to the critiquing yeah. of costumes because Abby Cox critiqued the costumes in a Muppet Christmas Carol. And uh, I concur oh, with her. They are, they are amazing. And A Muppet Christmas Carol is also my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. It's not because I'm a giant Muppets fan, but because I'm also a pretty big Dickens fan. And it is, I swear to Christ, the most faithful adaptation of that fucking book. My favorite Muppets, and this will surprise no one who knows me, are Waldorf and, and Stadler. So any any show that's got a lot of Waldorf and Stadler, you got yeah. me. Yeah. So, like, so we're I will, in our hour. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually going to leave yeah. and continue doing my... Um, Erin's, yes. I love her. I'm going to put her in a way. Uh, I'm going to figure out a place. I might have to actually put her in like a box or a case. Segment normally doesn't eat plushy stuff, but she was kind of interested in the hair. So mm. I might have to put her uh, back in the box for a minute. And then when I get back home, figure out a place to put her and store her where Segment won't eat her hair. Okay. 
Uh, so, but thank you yep. all very much. Yes. This is my cheesy grin. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, like if I gave you like my actual grin, it would look real weird. So I just do the cheesy one. So, all right, you guys continue talking. I will yes. talk to you guys later. All right. I so, guess, but that's. I mean, I was gonna do some. Yeah. So actually, when we were talking about Christmas Carol, so I'm getting those source books for our one shot. And bring up the one shot. So it's Christmas Carol themed, but uh, I probably won't ever run the one shot phys like with the physical books. So we might do a giveaway. I might just do a giveaway on Yas Forum if anybody wants the physical books. Ooh, I love it. So Watch we can the one shot. I think for well, the one shots for patrons. So there's like only oh, four, right. there's Never only mind. four people Take who can back. get it. Uh, so we'll either we will either do it on <laughs> we'll either do it on the OOC because I there's a way to do giveaways on Twitch like in True. the chat. Okay. So either we'll do that or we'll do it on Facebook. We'll see. All right. So keep your eyes out. Yes. Giveaway we'll for fans. a bunch of stuff for a Christmas Carol one-shot if any of you want to run that next year. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it for our live today. We hope oh, you will. Oh, one more bit of education because like, yes. this, this is a big deal Yeah, it's like, been deal super educational. Yeah, yes. a big deal to me, because, and I don't know that if we've brought it up before, because I'm ADD and can't remember things, <laughs> um, but this is actually the sign language sign for applause. applause. It is not mm -hmm. jazz yeah. hands. That is, yeah. that, I, this I, is jazz I, I hands, my friends. This is jazz hands. This is applause. And jazz these hands. are spirit fingers, or I agree with you. I relate yeah. to that. I resonate with but that. This is applause. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it was a, I, I had all whole rant on Facebook a few years ago because the school district uh, that I was actively angry at called the, like told us that oh you know you can't applaud during school board meetings but you can give jazz hands and I was like no oh <laughs> you will come in like that applause it is a whole language yeah ask me about my relationship with HISD for <laughs> if you want me to go on a whole rant Everybody, say down below if you want another rant. <laughs> them. So yeah. All right, we should let everybody go because yes, it's have a happy holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, happy Christmas Eve. We'll see y'all next Wednesday for our episode, and then Thursday after that, another OOC. Who knows Yay. what we'll talk about? We don't. We'll be talking about the episode actually, and not oh, giving right. away no. spoilers like we were trying to do today. No you mean exclusive? What did I call them? Not nah, they're spoilers. <laughs> okay, we're spoil. We'll, we're spoiling it for everyone who hasn't seen it yet. Uh, I like to call them very specific teasers. <laughs> yeah, teasers. It's fine. All right. Oh well. Okay. So if we're doing very specific teasers, uh, this coming episode <laughs> that you guys will be seeing, we're gonna have a super special guest there. We will recorded have a very with us. Super special guest. Uh, yes. So you don't. Yeah, it was fun. I will. I will. I will make a post about that. I promise. But you don't <laughs> miss it. So yes. Uh, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. We love y'all. Bye. <laughs>